Lots of colors and shapes and stuff. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a brand spanking new episode of PT3600. My name is Ryan A.E. Moore, but joining me, like always on this journey, is our stream team leader, Ashton. What is up? But we have a very special guest. You know, we brought on Steven uh, to talk about music, but w- let's let's bring in someone really special to the Primal Target, the PT Nation, uh, that doesn't know. He's, he's hidden in the shadows for a very long time, but he's here now. <laughs> Uh, my good old pal Joey is here today. How you doing, man? Bam, 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 bam. What's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And uh, and obviously in this episode we are going to be talking about art because Joey actually designed our logo, the logo that you see slapped around all of the interwebs representing mm. Primal Target, as well as our T-shirts and whatnot. And um, yeah. So mm. any any introduction things that you want to. You want to talk about introduce yourself a little bit here? Uh, yeah. So, again, my name is Joey. Um, kind of grew up with Ryan. Yeah. And then uh, moved away to a different state, went to college for uh, graphic design. Uh, currently working in the field as a freelancer, and yeah, just loving it. Awesome. Wanting to always wanting to delve into creative ideas and conversation to further um, our understanding of the intrigued behind how art represents human emotion and interaction with society wow that that went i was like wow. waiting to jump in there wow. and you kept going i was like man that's that's pretty good that was a lot of information is, so, that, uh, is that what your professor you. told you or is that <laughs> no. <laughs> this is so tell us about your childhood yeah, yeah, no. how are your parents uh <laughs> yeah that's uh that's pretty would cool. you like, like me to paint it for you <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh it, right, yeah, right. there you go um yeah, Joey, it, it's it's really awesome to have you on here. It's like, you know, be, the, it, it was like some random spark that it was happening of like, in my mind, I'm like, you know, I want to get a legit logo for Primal Target. And I was like, it's a complete shot in the dark. So I went on Facebook. I was like, well, I know Joey does stuff. So was, <laughs> and, then I was, and then I just said to myself, I'm like, you know what? The worst thing he says is no. <laughs> so yeah. I just uh, no, I'm I'm glad you reached out. I love yeah. doing, especially for, it's so much more like fun and engaging when I'm doing like design work for someone I know or like have like history with in general because it's just I'm so much more emotionally attached to the project and I really want to reach that like great final solution. Well, that's cool because it's like it, I definitely. You know, you were saying like, "Oh, I can change it if you don't like it." I'm like, "Dude, you struck gold right off the top." Like, yeah, yeah I, I wanted something Thank that you. you could like slap on anything, and uh, and it definitely just worked with its own thing. So I I really yeah, like dude. the logo. So I'm glad. Thank you. <laughs> it's not. And you. So <laughs> l- let me ask you this: since you you you've done some stuff after that, I'm assuming you've done some graphic yeah. design after that. Um, is there anything that stands out to you that you feel like are some of your greatest accomplishments of like? logo Oof. design or whatever you do for your job currently hmm. um or, well, or maybe not my, like the top ones or maybe some stuff that you know yeah yeah um well starting off for my job i do a lot of um editorial design which is essentially like publications um mm-hmm. magazines brochures uh i work a lot with print collateral and typesetting so that means think of it this way like if you just get a big paragraph of text like no treatment to it at all it's just like size 10 like normal times new roman font like you don't want to read it um my job is to take all of that information and make it digestible and inviting um within the theme of whatever publication it is or the branding of the company etc uh but i do have a passion for logo design i think the project i'm most proud of would be actually i have a uh on the side, like I, I play video games with friends, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have a team for Rocket League and I totally branded the team, made a logo and everything. And it's like, it's a visual typographic logo. So it, the team's called Redirect. Um, I can send it to you so you can show it if you want and link it to this. Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. Just yeah. Uh, drop the drop the link into the Discord thing that we're in and then Definitely uh, I'll put it in the description so that everyone can go take a look. <laughs> mm. So yeah, the... the 
Shoot, this is going to take a while to explain the logo. <laughs> uh, I mean, um, you know, you, we got an hour. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, no, I mean, not that long. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, essentially, like, a redirect in Rocket League is like, someone passes it to you and you, like, oh, hit it yeah. in an alternate direction. Oh. You know, Ashen knows. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm sure Ryan knows as well. Um, <laughs> basically, like, the logo itself, which is actually my Discord logo for my, for my own account, um, mm. it's supposed to represent a ball. And then the uh, sort of, like, the stem on the R is showing the action of a redirect and then the full form of the logo is a a sphere like the ball itself and it's but it's also an r and a d like redirect so yeah Yeah, i was really proud of that Ah, and then i I personalized every logo for each member of our team we have like 35 people wow so yeah i was i was really proud of that that was a lot of fun um that's pretty cool yeah Yeah, i like because i'm looking at it right now and i was like as you were explaining it, it's all like standing out now, and I'm like, oh man, now I look. Yeah. At it. Otherwise, it looks like a like a mouse cursor, and I was yeah, like, yeah. I don't know what this is. And then now also, we'll the play on gaming. Yeah, and I was like, man, <laughs> dude, you got it. <laughs> so, oh man, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. That's... Uh, yeah. I mean, so what? I guess what kind of like struck the chord? I guess to find your patch because I mean, obviously for us, we have the thing that started us into the line of doing the media with gaming and whatnot. So what's that yeah. thing for that you were sitting in high school or were you sitting in middle school and you just started drawing and you're like, Hey, this looks kind of cool. I could put this on t-shirt. Like what's happening with it. Um, my mom has always, was always encouraging me to be artistic and to express myself in that form my entire oh, right. childhood. Um, so I Your painted awesome, it a lot. <laughs> she, she honestly is. <laughs> so I, I painted a lot. I did a lot of like charcoal work and sketching just whenever that's how I got like my frustrations and emotions out other than like mm. playing sports and hitting people. Um, that's a, that's, yeah, <laughs> okay. that's a good alternative. Yeah. 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 So the more complex stuff I couldn't understand, I would just paint or sketch. Um, and then that like that was just pure art. So um, I'll get more into the definition of art later and what I believe it is. But that was just pure art. How I got into design was in high school, they required us to take a, a certain class. There's a group of classes called occupational education. So you could take like woodworking or metalwork or um, cooking, literally basket weaving fell into that. I don't know how that's a job, but nice. yeah. Um, <laughs> and then graphic design was one. I was like, all right, sit on the computer, be creative all day or for at least for an hour. I'm down. So signed up for that. Um, that was the coolest. Like, if you if you can just think of like some hipster hipster fifty year old who's like mentally stuck in his teenage years, like that's <laughs> how cool the professor was. Nice, and nice. So, <laughs> yeah, no, he would like stand on the table and get all animated. He let us play Halo every now and then on the computers. Oh my god, uh, no so way! Yeah, I, he totally got us to like buy into the 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 class and that's how i learned like the the programs itself i didn't learn like design fundamentals from him i learned like adobe illustrator photoshop indesign at the time adobe flash which is no longer a program it's now called after effects Mm -hmm. um yeah so stuff like that i started to learn that and then i got into this website called uh 99designs it's just like a freelance free-for-all companies or individuals can post a design project you can basically submit yours and then they pick a winner and you get paid never won anything oh. but <laughs> but you tried you tried yeah, yeah. oh that i tried many yeah. times <laughs> there you go. yeah you were, so, yeah. you were out there building your portfolio is essentially what you're doing yeah so yeah. i think what really hooked me with design was it's it's art with a purpose um because i've always had this desire to like solve problems and art i felt like it was it was expressing something, but I didn't feel like it was going anywhere. Once you like, it's, it's out there now, but it's not like you can't go anywhere with that issue. That's just been voiced. Um, so does, uh, that's where design comes in and you're solving problems and creating solutions that communicate. And so that's where I fell in love with that, especially in college. Okay. Well, there, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Cause like, that's kind of um, that like turning point for me was like when I wanted to do the more of, I want to like learn how to, I want to step away from movie maker, <laughs> like you know, yeah, and I right? wanted to start doing stuff with, you know, especially I took, I took a class in like Photoshop and stuff. And that's where I started learning. Oh, like you can take a really good photo and you don't need, you know, $6,000 camera to take a good photo. And like, I, I can yeah. see where that spark, it just kind of, just kind of happens. And then you're like, Hey, mm-hmm. I, like people could do this for a job and then you kind of just run with it. And yep. it kind of sounds like the same kind of kind of story there 
Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, you, you were mentioning that you kind of have a definition of art. Can you give yep. me like an elevator pitch of that, or is there? No, oh, I want to. I want to pose a question, actually. And, oh, and you! Whoa, the tables have it. turned. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> yeah. Damn, friendly fire. Okay. We're All only right. twenty minutes in. <laughs> Are we twenty minutes in already? No, we're what? ten. We're ten. Okay. I was like, what? <laughs> I don't have time. <gasps> right. um, so you think of you think of art as like things in galleries things that are sold um they're generally physical like tangible things right they're not art can be like digital um it can be represented digitally but it's okay. when you think of art you think of like the classic paintings like from the renaissance or like picasso van gogh you know like stuff like that um i have so what do you i want to know what you guys think of art as being defined by and then i'm going to wreck but, our lives about it <laughs> no, I'm, no i'm not gonna wreck your lives i just uh, i want to i want to post something because like yeah, there's yeah. based on my definition like many things can be art it just mm-hmm. has it it completely depends on how you view it sure so, I'll, I'll let ashton go I'll let ashton okay go. um so i mean me personally i'm not super um i had a bad experience with art um starting first grade, I had a terrible teacher um, mm. where I went to school. Ryan, I don't know if you went to the same school as we did in first grade, but uh, that ginger old lady would oh, yeah. ruin okay, well, everything. Gingers have no say in the art. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we had Steven so... on the show. <laughs> no, you're right. Okay, I take that back. Steven's a genius. Well, I yeah. actually did some design for Steven's album covers in the past. Yeah, that's oh, right. Okay, I didn't tell okay. about that. But anyway, anyway, so... Um, yeah, so she kind of like totally shut me the fuck down. Um, this all is, throughout, this like, is shit. School. <laughs> yeah, dude. She was like the Gordon Ramsay of art class. <laughs> She's like, I grade on effort. Well, bitch, I'm trying. I'm trying yeah. real hard. And you keep making me do it over again. Um, so, like, for me, um, I didn't get that uh, rich experience, supportive experience uh, that you did. So, I guess my definition will vary a little bit, but. For me personally, um, I look at art as many different things. It's more of like, um, I look at it as more of like, uh, um, I guess like a way to show, like you can tell a story or you can um, represent like your emotions with it. Um, Cause I mean, you can kind of like tell with certain art and I'm not, like I said, I'm not an artsy guy, but you can kind of tell um you know like with a painting you know you can kind of tell by like how the strokes are like what the person was kind of feeling before um you know as they're painting it you know mm-hmm. if it's a little rougher on the edges you know yep. they can a little bit the more differently if it's in a soft. It, yeah yeah so it's like it's it's either like telling a story or it's representing how you feel or you know it um represents you know who you are you're trying to it's basically another way to express yourself or tell a story it's basically my base straight up basic uh definition i guess for it right okay yeah i mean for me i i'm not really a drawer i find that for me artistic stuff is really how you perceive things like as a as a human so like anyone can find anything artistic in my eyes like for me i love film and so Mm -hmm. when i watch a movie i'm looking at it totally different than maybe like an average moviegoer and i think that everyone kind of has that of like oh they look at nature differently and they can like appreciate maybe like i don't know to get spiritual with it but like you know this to, I guess not single people out. So the spiritual art, art around you or something like that. But for me, like film, yeah. is, I what I feel is artistic to me. Uh, yeah. I like the framing, the shots. Like there's a scene from uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine where like Ryan Gosling is like standing and you, you just see is like the shadow and like you see this beautiful like orange and it's like orange and blue and it looks really awesome and it totally pops out. Mad Max, like the new Mad yep. Max reboot has yep. that kind of feel. So like, that's how I kind of look at it is that just anything that you can like that totally you're overcome with emotion that you just can't mm-hmm. really explain it. There's just this feeling. And I think I, so yeah, I guess to not to slap it on a t-shirt art is more of a feeling to me. 
and like just how you kind of digest it is kind of what you feel. Yeah, oh, no. that's just kind of my thing. <laughs> no, that's that's very. So I want to preface this by saying art is individually um, defined by each person. I can't. My opinion does not mean I'm right. It's just this is my like what I've been taught and what I've come to acknowledge for myself as what I define as art. Mm -hmm. And that is a three part definition. The first is that I believe art cannot serve a purpose other than to be art itself. Mm. Um, If you're drawing, painting, designing, drawing anything for the purpose of solving a problem, it is not art. It is design. Second of all, their art is a celebration and appreciation for the fundamentals in which it took to create that piece. So that could be painting, that could be metalwork, that could be clay, that could be anything. Uh, you can appreciate the craftsmanship and the techniques used to create a beautiful piece. Um, and that goes into color theory, that goes into brush strokes, that goes into how clay was molded, the metalwork, the welding techniques, anything. Um, and then third, I believe art poses a question, whereas design is the answer to a question. Hmm. So, so where, where would the, like, because you mentioned, like, metalwork and, and and stuff like that. So is there, what, what do you, def, what are some of the, like, things that, I guess, I don't know if you define or what you've studied is defined by art? Like, are movies and music defined as art? Or are so they... These, these... Okay, movies are it gets a little tricky for me. Okay. Um there are there are movies that are fantastic works of art in my opinion. Like the one that comes to my mind right now, The Dark Knight, the second movie in the trilogy by Christopher Nolan. Mm-hmm. That movie, not only is it the techniques used cinematically, color theory, um script writing, the acting itself, everything about it is technically perfect or close to. Mm-hmm. Then you have, it poses questions about society and how people relate to each other and how they interact with evil and how they, um, yeah, just that interaction there. And then third, it doesn't solve a problem. All it does is pose that question. Like, it, it causes you to start to think. So, to me, movies like that are art. Then you have movies like Marvel and mm-hmm. stuff that's just, like, pure entertainment, boom, bash, like, make a quick dollar or a quick $500 million or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like explosions, <laughs> that, eye candy. So, like, eye candy. There's differences. Like, movies movies are really tricky. It, you can tell when, when a director goes into a film or the script writers, everyone has to be on board because that's, like, a team of, like, a thousand people getting together to make either a work of art or make money. There's, I really haven't seen anything that's in between. There's no, it's like it's to me at least, it's pretty clear whether they were going to like create a piece of art or whether they were going to sell at the box office. Oh, yeah, well, like, like if have, they. Uh, oh, go ahead. Uh, then I have a question for you. Um, then what would you consider uh, like video games to be? Because to me, mm. I feel like they're kind of a combination of both. Because there's certain things that um, they do. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, would that not like would that not maybe fall that into what uh what Joey was talking about with movies, where like there's this like how you were saying there's like two types there's the artistic route or there's the let's make money route. I I think yeah I think you're definitely on the right track with that. It's to me it's even tougher with video games because there's the the level of interaction mm-hmm. you have a say in your experience. Whereas a movie, you're completely, the, your experience is completely dictated on their choices. You sit down and you watch their choice. It's not like you get to influence it at all. So, so there are some games that are art. They, they're much more of the, like when I think about art and video, I think about the Walking Dead series where it's very, it's very it's cinematic. Okay. It's very, yeah, it, it, you can choose, you can make choices throughout the storyline, but it's very cinematic. It's very beautiful. It's very uh, storytelling but it doesn't like solve anything it's entertaining but it's you know what i mean it's just it's an experience whereas like you know rocket league's not exactly art it's just a fun <laughs> game <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I can see what you're saying so would you say that 
can can there be elements of art it scattered throughout like all these mediums okay yes of course so i'm not saying that if something is not artistic it's not well done or not beautiful things can be very well executed and very beautiful without it being art but that's where design comes into play they just lean one way more than yeah. the other so i i think art has that as that that little twist to it where it's like we're we're asking a question we're not telling you a solution Hmm. okay so it's all like the eye of the beholder is the one that should be defined of course yeah that's just mine personal that's how i I view it i can see how that is yeah i can see that because like I, i you know i've seen movies like i said like there's those movies the the new blade runner movie uh, Mad Max movie, like exactly. I, I Mad totally Max is look at a question them. Too. Yeah, I totally look at them differently because how I am is like I love dissecting the movies of like, oh man, how do they get this? Like the yep. whole night scenes in Mad Max are actually during the daytime. They just put blue gradient over it and to make mm-hmm. it look like it's at night. Because otherwise it was like freezing yep. cold when they shot it. <laughs> so yeah, it is just like that's so cool to see how creative that they got with it, just yep. in order to finish the film and to put out like a great product. Yeah, um, so yeah, that that plays into the technique used to create the piece. Mm-hmm. Um, it can they could have just as easily shot it at night and have been just as successful, but they chose to do it in a certain way to get a certain look and feel to create certain emotions and to match the color palette. Cause like, like, like you said, there's much, much of the film was like very orange and bright and vibrant. So naturally you want to balance that with blue because in pigment and uh, pigment representation, which is what would display on a screen, you want orange and blue as contrast. So you want those dark night scenes and different emotions to match with blue, whereas the daytime is very orange and bright and vibrant. Those are, those are choices they made to create a piece of art. And then the narrative of the story is what's posing the question. Yeah, it's just it's just so crazy. Cause, okay, so so there's there we've talked about movies. We've talked about and now kind of segueing into it. What about the script that goes with the movies? Could that be art? Can written word be art? Yeah, poetry. Okay, um, so just poetry, or can like a, a script or how storytelling is done? No, it, story uh, I is the most like that's just a very easy thing to say as like verbal art. Um, I think. Like hip hop can be art, and as long as it's not, you know, well, not modern hip hop at least. But you know, like anyone who has, <laughs> yeah. So, got the blicky. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah. If if the goal of the writer is to pose question. I think of Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar does this yeah, all the time. J Cole does this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. People like anyone who you would think of as like a lyricist in, in terms of hip hop, I'll, I'll get to writing later. Anyone who if you think of as posing questions about society or making us think about how we think about things. That is art to me. That is art was designed like before the, before the camera came about before video footage, art was, to create things that were beautiful that made you think, uh, in my opinion. And so that, that went with poetry. You look at Shakespeare, um, narratives about the human condition, like uh, falling in love with someone who's actually your enemy, um, lust and murder, if you look at like Macbeth. Uh, this is all human storytelling and like really engaging all parts of you your person as you're viewing it or reading, but it has, it doesn't solve a problem. All it's doing is saying like, yep, this is an issue. Do you acknowledge that it's an issue? <laughs> Stuff like that. <laughs> so, so what, uh, so I guess kind of stepping through the timeline, do you consider things like Davy Crockett and war of the worlds as art pieces? Like, cause those world of worlds, hundred percent over, over the, yes, no, was- yeah, no, I, I agree 100% because again, they didn't solve a problem. They created a problem and that's what art, does it asks a question that causes people to respond in a certain way and it doesn't regulate how you respond it's it's strictly throwing something out there that's like yeah let's see how they go roll the mm-hmm. dice <laughs> oh, wow. yeah yeah so it's so sounds dangerous. as as a lane no it is, it's here. very dangerous and it's yeah. it's nerve-wracking for the artist because you don't know if you're going to bomb even if you even if you have perfect technique in your creation whether it's painting uh verbal broadcast like that writing uh, photography, video game design, 
whatever you don't there's artist anxiety where you don't know if you because you're being completely vulnerable when you're designing you're putting your heart and soul into this and what you think is right but you don't know how people are going to react and it's yeah. nerve-wracking yeah i mean it's it's kind of like uh you know, when you create a YouTube video, you're like, hey, you know, this might do well. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah. who knows? We'll <laughs> yeah, we've been there. We've been um, there a few times. So that's kind of uh, crazy. Uh, so I guess uh, let's w- let's go into a little bit switching gears here. Um, are there any, like, art styles that you particularly enjoy more than others? Or any artists that you prefer more than others? Um, I I tend to not prefer certain artists over others i i like to view them as eras and and regions um Hmm. because like when you think of like paintings from anywhere from like the 15th to 17th century or no sorry 16th to 18th century so 1500s 1700s um it's really separated by er like region so like the italian painters were painting completely different than like german painters at that time Hmm. um and it really plays into societal influences. But what's fascinating, I love art before the camera was invented. Because okay. nowadays, for like photography is definitely a form of art. And it, it if used properly. If you're not just snapping a photo to like share on Instagram or something. If you're composing a shot, um, especially oh. shots with people in it, it, it conveys emotion and poses questions. Whereas... Uh, you know, you just like, oh, look at this beautiful landscape. That's also great. You're appreciating the beauty of whatever well, you're taking up the art, but the photo itself is not. But back before the camera, we didn't know. We don't. We really don't know anything about society from like the Renaissance era in Italy, except for written stuff that has survived, monuments that have survived, like buildings and painting. That's all we know. And yeah. so it's it's really fascinating when you see, especially well, I've been fascinated by body standard recently, at least looking at Renaissance paintings because, um, in the Renaissance in Italy, body standards were completely skewed from at least America today. Uh, like women were viewed beautiful if they were very pale skinned, very large, because that meant you were wealthy. You didn't have to work mm. manual labor. You got to stay inside, so you weren't tanned. Um, you had money. And so like you see that because all the women are very large and like voluptuous. The men are very thick. like Yeah, exactly. Shoddy, thick. With a couple C's and a couple K's. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so yeah, you you could but the uh the techniques of like all the diff- throughout the different areas, all the famous paintings, whether it's like Baroque uh in the Renaissance era where you get um like uh, Van Gogh or Picasso, they all have like picture perfect technique. They wouldn't be world famous for generations after if they didn't, uh, but they all pose different questions. And the most curious one to me that I haven't been able to freaking figure out is Picasso. Cause that dude, I swear had mental issues, but <laughs> <laughs> didn't they all have yeah. something somewhere? Like weren't they all kind of at some point? Like did, no, isn't, yeah. Wasn't Van Gogh, I, I like Van Gogh clearly yeah. had mental issues. He cut his freaking ear off. Yeah. He cut his ear off and sent it to a woman. But yeah. <laughs> uh, what a proposal. <laughs> right? Screw a ring. Here's part of my body. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you said I never listen. This is me listening. <laughs> Here you <Yeah>. go. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so I you, guess, like, yeah, one thing I want to deduct from that is basic girls taking pictures of their morning Starbucks no <laughs> well shit you're gonna piss a lot of people off Joey. i hope you know how <laughs> yeah because most that's of our fan art. base are teenage girls i forgot about that <laughs> i know no, lots well, of girls uh, I mean, watch, i'm not trying i'm not trying to i'm not trying to poo poo on parade but i would fire them to instead instead of just like snapping a quick photo and posting it like Think about the message with each piece or mm-hmm. think about what you're intending to send and is the actual photo sending that message. So can't what are you trying to invoke in people when they see your photo? Yeah, because that's kind of what I've been trying paint. to do with my Instagram is like when I was down at Disneyland, like I don't just go to Disneyland anymore. Like I bring my camera with me because I've gone yeah. so many times. So it's like, oh, well, you know, Disney is what they consider a selfie hotspot. So there's like a whole bunch of places you can go, but I don't really take pictures like that. Like I try to go to like a theme, like one of the, 
the lands and like try to take a picture of something that you totally just pass by and you're like, Oh, where'd this picture right. come from? It's like, Oh, this was from big thunder mountain. Like, you know, Yep. okay. Yeah. So, you, so, so, um, yeah, I, I remember I'm, I'm going to totally misquote this line, but I know there was uh <laughs> there was something I saw on the internet somewhere where they were talking about how like, um, like an architect looks at things and sees numbers while an artist looks at things and sees shapes. Do you kind of agree with that? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, I think that goes for design as well. But mm -hmm. design principles, at least graphic design, are completely different than art principles. Uh, they're very similar, but they have, like, art has definitely influenced design in terms of graphic design, but they're different in their goal. Um, shoot, how do I explain this? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or, so like I look at a building and I look how similar to architects I'm going to look at how the light the natural lighting interacts with the space and what that makes me feel about the space they've created I'm going to look at how the wind interacts with the space and where they've placed the seating like outside in terms of uh, creating a pleasurable experience for people occupying mm. that space um yeah, no, that's the whole goal is that you want people to want to be, there. Uh, especially if you're like, if you're an architect, if you're designing a building, you want people to be there, If especially if it's a business. Um, Trying to get or if it's an office. Things. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's the whole goal is you want people to engage with your creation. Uh, okay. But I look at a lot at the composition of how they use shapes. Like, it's really fascinating how art or in design, graphic design, there's a, there's a principle called tension, which is uh, any point, so like any any space where two lines come together mm -hmm. creates a point, and that creates visual tension, especially if the lines stop there, they don't continue to go through that point. Uh, okay. So you can use that tension to direct the person's eye throughout the piece. Architects can do the same thing to... So they can structure the building in a way that makes it clear where the entrance is or makes it clear um, where they want people to flow in general. And it just creates an energy around the place. And so I, I find that very fascinating. Oh, okay. Okay. So um, I guess we kind of, we kind of walked away from this, this topic, but to come back just so that people aren't freaking out in their seats. Uh, what, what are some, uh, what are some art pieces that you enjoy or what are some things that stick around? And I'll, I'll, I, I can also come like let Ashton kind of pick this one too of things that maybe he likes too, just so we kind of, uh, if you need a little moment to think about those, but, um, cleavage let, shots, cleavage shots. Oh, That's pictures. Okay. I see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kidding. Um, do you need a little moment or do you, do you have more? Um, oh, I have, right I have three. I actually have four. I can talk about right now. Okay. Let's, if let's do this. Let's do a round Robin. We'll, we'll Joey, you say one and then Ashton will say one and then I'll say one that I like and we'll do okay. that four times. Uh, okay. Shoot. Let me pick one. Um, okay. You, well, Ashton go first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Ashton sure, go first. I can wing it. So, what, we're talking about, um, some like art styles that we like. Yeah. Or... What, what do you think is art? And then what? is something not like you can define it, but like, what do you think to yourself as, Hey, this looks really cool. And I like the style of this thing. So Whether that be a certain type of animation or a certain type of that. Yeah. So for me, like, um, one thing I, I believe to be true is that, uh, if you want, you know, what you're creating to be considered art and worthy of being called art, because I feel like that's, to me, you know, if you call like a film a work of art, if you call a project a work of art, that's a privilege. You you have to earn that. Yeah. You don't just get that for throwing shit together, right? I agree. So, um, and I guess a philosophy that a lot of people should have if they want to create a work of art, you know, they have to put, you know, their being into that. They got to treat that like their baby. They got to treat it like it is, you know, you got to mm -hmm. wine and diner, you know, layered down nice and easy. Yep lather her up and you know okay. you got your are we great still talking about art <laughs> oh, you'd be art, surprised yeah. how much sex sex plays into art um, <laughs> but like i guess for me like i see the art that i um i guess look at the most like what's a style you like it, like a style like 
Um, I like art in video games. That's okay. uh, that's where I get most of my uh, my art from. Anything um, specific? I mean, I like uh, I like a lot of things. I, I'm not super. Just one of them right now. We'll come back to the other ones too. Uh, like a specific game? Sure. Um, or a series of yeah. games that have that. Just like, and then we can come back to the other ones too. Just well, I mean, I guess I'll start early. Um, like early uh, games that I feel like with the tech, with the technology, technology, fuck, god damn it, technology okay. that they had available to them at the um, take two. <laughs> I feel <laughs> you take two. Country was one of my favorite. Uh, interesting. Visually appealing games and really interesting. <laughs> just because disposal, they were a. Uh, they for their time they were a little bit above the standard is what you would typically see in my okay. opinion okay um joey you want to go first or you want to go next or do you want me to go um i'm i'm really curious what you have to say actually well i guess i'll kick it off because this one's uh kind of oh, wait obvious. do you have a seg do you have a segue or is it no no we're still on okay. the same topic um all right go ahead so i've i've mentioned disney before i've mentioned disney several times over uh i do like Mm -hmm. uh disney styles of Mm -hmm. of animation my preference is the 2d animation i i do think those are it's it's just such a marvel of what was able to do in the original era with snow white and pinocchio and how they did story for you (laughs) go on yeah and so um my favorite style is is that two D animation uh, that that Walt Disney was able to bring, um, and as a moviegoer, you know that's that's how I kind of go into it. And is uh, there's like like Walt loved his animation so much that he designed a camera so that they can like slide out pieces of glass and then take the shot. So they were literally taking pictures. So all of Disney's animations are all stop motion animation for lack of a better term, because they just took panes of glass and moved them around. So that's how they got like, how do, how does this picture of a moon not just grow in size? Well, what they did was they painted a pane of glass with a picture of a moon so that when the camera zoomed in, the moon stayed constantly at its at its size so that it didn't look massive when it was because they would pull panes of glass so that it looked like it was zooming into the picture that to me is so cool and i love that like sort of art style that walt wanted to do with his movies unfortunately we've all gone to 3d but that's the whole thing i do like those but those aren't there's something about those classic disney movies that are just those 2D animations that you're like, oh man, how how the heck did they even do this back in like 1940 whatever? So, anyway, I also subsection of that. I do like classic Mickey over the like modernized Mickey. So I like okay. the old Steamboat Willie type of era, the vaudeville cartoons. I like those. So okay, I have a quick question for you. Go ahead. What specifically about Mickey? What is it about the classic? mickey whether it's how he's drawn or like is it just nostalgia what is it about him that you you like more i i like his i like his style like the i like the uh, pac-man eyes like i'm really Mm -hmm. into like the eye a way that an animation can do with its eyes for some reason um and like right now i'm looking at this this statue that ashton got me for my uh, for I think a Christmas present or something, it was oh, this yeah. Mickey, this like vinylmation Mickey, and it has this big old black eyes. And to me, like I like the pop vinyls. I don't buy a lot of them because I'm very picky about them too. But like, there's something about that kind of style. And so with classic Mickey, there's this Pac-Man type of eye they do, kind of like a Cuphead did use this type of style as well. And so I don't know. It's just it's it's that kind of era. Of like I was saying, those vaudeville animation type of cartoons mm-hmm. that there was just the simpler time they had less to use, so they had to express something based on black and white, <laughs> and so like to use those colors, and it, it just I don't know I felt like progressed Mickey progressed all of those cartoons into being who they are because they're it's about it doesn't matter what they look like they Disney is clearly the company has clearly used mickey for 90 years now yeah and so 
clearly the animation style doesn't matter. It's because mm-hmm. of the emotions and like that they yeah. were able to use throughout the decades and almost century that Mickey has been around. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Really quickly before I get into mine, that that is what's called a mascot in terms of design. Um, mm-hmm. But it can be used in art as well. So when you create something that resonates so well with the public, you can reuse it in multiple aspects to the point where people are no longer viewing the creation itself as a work of art. They're instead viewing it and putting themselves in that situation as if that creation is itself. So in other words, like you, every time you view Mickey and like every situation like in film or like even Steamboat Willie and all this stuff that you're, you're viewing him, you're putting yourself in his shoes because he's so recognizable. And so like he's placed everywhere that he becomes a mascot and you can resonate with that and you're putting yourself in his shoes. Essentially, you put the audience in your own creation's shoes. Is what I'm trying to say. That, yeah, that's no, I that, get it. that's like, very, very hard to achieve. Through them. Super, yeah, yeah. super fucking hard. To do. <laughs> like, yeah, I, yeah. I can't. I, I'm pretty sure Disney did it by accident, but they <laughs> well, recognized yeah, I mean, it and they fucking ran with it. So good yeah, because like originally it was it was Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, which I actually do prefer Oswald f- over Mickey. In the sense yeah, of design, but he I did, think, but he uh, didn't catch on. That's the thing. He, well, also he lost his rights <laughs> to Oswald. Yeah. But but yeah, like you were saying, it was a complete struck of luck because I mean, even one of Walt's like famous quotes is it all began with a mouse. Like so, yeah, and exactly. it, it all started with a mouse or something like that. So it's yep. like, be, di, Walt Disney wouldn't be Walt Disney without like how they have at the Disney parks that partner statue. Like Mickey mm-hmm. is as much a part of Walt as Walt is a part of Mickey. And then it has continued on to being like Snow White and Peter Pan and all these other movies, but yeah, yeah I do, I do like that that classic style of it. But yeah, it's kind of crazy to see that art can go into like a mascot level, or even like logos can go into that like iconic, yep. like the McDonald's arch and things like that. So, mm-hmm. or because I'm curious to know how you feel about. I mean, we haven't even got to your favorite thing. <laughs> we'll go to your favorite thing yet. We'll go to your favorite thing, and I want to ask you one more question about Mickey because we got about twenty minutes left in the show. So okay. we'll go with uh, uh, wh- which your favorite art. I don't. Ha- I don't have a specific favorite favorite or favorite art piece, mm-hmm. um, but I do have some that I grad like uh, periodically get gravitated back towards just because of the questions they pose. Um, is uh van gogh's like scream oh yeah the the guy holding his face right exactly yeah just Mm. because every time i look at it it looks like he painted it in five minutes just because (laughs) because of how hastily the brush strokes um like the background nothing is nothing is precise except for the person's face and I know that was that was like a choice because he wants you visually to be drawn to the thing with the most detail, but at the same time, like it just makes me think like the emotion he had behind this, like all the dark colors with bright accents, like there's there's something stirring beneath the surface while he was painting this, and but there's bright accents, so I just think this thing inside, and he, all he can do, it's like a battle between light and dark. All he can do is just yell because it's just so frustrating. And huh. yeah, that's just fascinating. It literally looks like he painted this shit in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's pretty amazing of like, so, so I'm curious to hear what you feel about, um, cause like artists will take things from their previous art and then they'll kind of use that technique into others. Yeah. Um, and so like for, I, I don't know if this is an example of this or how you would define this, but like if we go back to the Mickey conversation, like Mickey always looks like he has two ears. There's never a time yep. where he doesn't have two ears. Yep. So, and that was probably that's a design brand. choice that Walt had. And yeah, that's branding. Yeah. So how, how does that impose into your stuff? And is there things like that, that you do like try to use or you like about other pieces that maybe Van Gogh or, all the uh, you know, all the um, other artists that have used, or maybe. Um. See, that's where it starts to get a little gray in terms of the bridge between art and design. Because once I, I truly believe, once Disney realized they had their cash cow in Mickey, it became a design piece and no longer art. 
uh, mm. at least in terms of Mickey itself. They could be using Mickey in a piece that was a work of but it's to put the audience in his shoes because he's so recognizable. It's not Mickey himself is art because then you can display it however you want to co- convey emotion, but you're trying, you're designing him in a way where it's recognizable. You can market him with the two ears famous thing, you know, um, whereas Van Gogh, Picasso, um, uh, what's his name? I can't remember his name. Uh, he's a Renaissance painter. I think it's broke. Yeah, uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. yeah. I'm like, uh, uh, trying to throw that to us. <laughs> yeah, no. I think like Leonardo da Vinci, you know, with the Sistine Chapel. Like every every entity is its own thing. Like they may they may carry the same techniques over because that's what they're good at. But every entity is painting itself in a completely different social emotional um, context where it's conveying different emotion. The, that's why I'm so fascinated with that one Van Gogh screen piece because like the brush strokes are completely different on that piece compared to all his other like all the other ones look very calculated he has very like like chippy like he's picking at the paint like once but then that was just like a broad swath like he's just slapping the paint on the can so yeah it's uh I can't even remember <laughs> yeah, so I mean yeah. is, is there moments that those artists may have like try to like are there little easter eggs that they try to throw in of like oh yeah i learned this so or or like a progression that those artists have done of like oh you can see where van gogh started but then here's where he ended up and like you can see his progression through that or was because of what you're saying what you were making him sound like is um unlike maybe artists like walt disney or the other animation animators that were around at that era of like world war ii type era there's yeah definitely a style that that era like used and so was there a style that they kind of stuck with or were they just always in the moment like because it sounds like they were always in the moment of how you're describing like van gogh of like he wanted to pick scream because he was probably dealing with like frustration and he was mad at the world and he's like dealing with this or and he couldn't do anything else but portray a character that he's painting screaming like is there things like that or through the artists that you enjoy um, I think in terms of classical painting, I think it's definitely very much in the moment. I don't think it really carries over much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, I do think, especially in like modern art, you look at Andy Warhol, um, really the start of like modern art, the pop art era. The soup can. Exactly. <laughs> soup can. Campbell's soup can. The one where it's like six paintings of his own face because he was so vain. Um, <laughs> stuff like that where he always had he always carried the same motifs i wouldn't call it easter eggs necessarily but it's kind of like oh find how he used the same technique in this one that he did in the last one um yeah i I don't i don't know see in terms of progression like i think that's just a natural byproduct you can view once an artist's career is over but i don't necessarily think it's something the artist sets out to create. I, there okay. may be artists out there who do that on purpose, especially in in terms of like 3D creations, whether it's like sculptures, um, metal work, physical environments, whatever it may be, it, like physical experience. They may set out to do that because they want to have little Easter eggs in there where it's like, oh, I found the I found the tiny little goat sculpture or whatever. <laughs> um, but it's not it's not necessarily something that I've seen at least that I've interpreted it as intention in paintings okay, or, or in photography. But yeah, it, it's well, tough to spot because especially modern artists, like with photography, they, their body of work is so much larger because it takes so much less time to create a photograph as it does a, like a painting that's going to last for 300, 400, a thousand years, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and not lose. It's like, te- like it's, yeah, I don't know. It's it's emotional it's not- rise as opposed to like a, fo- a photo can be like, oh, well, that was taken in yeah. the 70s. So you got like, <laughs> yeah, um, well, we got time for one more question here. Uh, Ashton, do you have anything that you want to go into? Uh, not specifically. OK, um, so I guess uh, I do. Wanna- oh, go ahead. Oh, I just want to ask you 
your guys' opinion on modern art. And then I want to tell you that price of the painting I sent you. <laughs> That's true. Okay. Oh, uh, so so what, what would be like examples of modern art? Because I, I mean, we do live in Washington, so it's, it's a little <laughs> more hit in the face as what is defined as modern yeah. art. Um, shoot. Uh, or like uh, maybe an example of it. I, is it just the weird I like hate, here's the shape <laughs> like, literally literally okay so for for context for the for context for the audience i sent them a photo of this painting where it's a blue canvas and i'm pretty sure they just had a, a piece of painter's tape in the middle of the canvas they painted the whole thing blue and then ripped it off and that thing sold for 44 million dollars Whoa! Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Didn't so, like, that much. that's that's modern art in in a sense for me, where it's like, I get that they're sure you can. Uh, to me, it's like you're not you you're not walking. Yourself. You're not it, literally. You're not walking the audience what you want them to feel. Like, there's always room for interpretation, but like, I feel like the screen painting or uh, Leonardo Leonardo da Vinci's like my. Um, god and adam like touching fingers painting like those are pretty pretty specific on their message you know yeah, whereas yeah. like modern art it's very much like let's just paint paint something and freaking see what they feel and then we're gonna collect a check on it so that's where it becomes like marvel movies to me you're like the superhero blockbuster movies it's starting to lose its sense of intentionality and storytelling and technique in favor of let's create something that's literally there's only one of these in the world, so people are going to fight over it. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I mean, oof, I I don't know. Like to me, like I said, I I like, I guess the use of colors, like a lot of colors. Yeah. Um, and so when I see modern art, where it's just like, because of what every time I see modern art, it's usually I don't know. This is me stereotyping it, so correct me if I'm wrong. But it's usually like one or two colors and boom, there you go. Now, I know I'm kind of contradicting myself because I did mention I liked the old classic like black and white cartoons. Um, <laughs> but the thing about that style was not only did I, I, I liked what they did with it and they weren't like just like how you're saying this this painting, by the way, link in the description for you guys. If you guys want to check out this painting that Joey sent us um, this painting that I'm looking at right $44 million. Now, yeah, forty-four million dollars. Well, I mean, Mickey is a uh, you know <laughs> priceless, but uh, that's the, a little different. Of, yeah, <laughs> but the thing about this is like when I see this, it's only it's only two colors, sorta, and there isn't yeah. much going on here. Like you know, nothing. <laughs> I, I guess I guess to play devil's advocate, it's you know you could see what you want to see. It's like do you not see even, a window. It's not even <laughs> a diagonal line. It's literally a tennis court <laughs> zoomed in. Like that's yeah, all it freaking yeah. is. Or oh or maybe God. or maybe it's the ocean with a road down the middle of it. I don't know. But I think that's the I think that's what they want you to do is the is the whole like yeah. it, oh it's art is what yes. you think it is. <laughs> yeah, it's so done. Like you could paint paint a black circle on a white canvas and be like, oh, what do you think it is? Fifty million dollars. <laughs> like And you would rightfully be owed that fifty million dollars. Apparently <laughs> apparently I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, Ashton. Oh, what do you think? What do you think of modern art? Yeah, of what you see this sense. picture here. So, okay, a lot of like, okay, so for this picture, for example, I can fucking do that. So, <laughs> no, I mean, you literally could. It's not that like, <laughs> like you don't have to. You don't even have to draw inside any lines. Because put tape down and call it good. Like, well, even <laughs> then, you can actually see some of the paint has actually slipped yes. into the line. So it's <laughs> not even perfect. I'm. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you guys another one. That's I believe this is technically modern art because it was created recently. But this this I believe is fantastic. Sorry, go on. <laughs> um, oh wow! See this this I like. That's this art. I like here. That's art. <laughs> yeah. Some steps, probably contemplating life. You know. No, yeah, and clearly Does she's he like me back. Hmm. See, no, what he I... fucking doesn't like you. <laughs> What I get from it, based on the color palette chosen, there's a lot of dark colors. Obviously, she's a dark color, which could mean either it's a silhouette, so she's like emotionally cast in the shadows, or she's of color herself. <laughs> okay. And 
but because there's a lot of blue, very she's very depressed, but she's hopeful <laughs> about the future. Yeah, no, but this also this also goes back to what I like those those eye popping colors, like you know how I yeah. mentioned Mad Max and Blade Runner. Like there's there's that sense of eye popping. It's pretty color that yeah. is happening right here. That yeah, I would hang. I would Art. Hang this up. I mean, Art. we got another one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we can, we can put that in the link, but here's the there's no, a very it was, it was just no. a related image. We'll don't have to put the logos over. We'll have to put the logos over. Uh, well, it's no, not gonna be in the video. Don't. You'll have to put the links. It'll leave the links. Um, there's a oh, third image here. I'll you can you, eighteen don't, and don't over. Don't put it in there. Okay, fine. We'll put it there. Um, but yeah. Uh, so question: We have like five minutes left. Um, is there any art that you guys hang in your rides's house? Oh, uh, video game Oof. posters, uh, ones that are community made. Okay, Definitely. I like that community made. I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. I have. Uh, I don't need official I have, stuff. I have a couple stuff here. Cause that's uh, what I art is bought, about. Yeah, I, I also bought two pieces from uh, from Disneyland actually at the uh, D cast member store. I got the got to go in there. Um, but there's the like. I don't know if you remember this, Joey, but there's um, posters representing each of the like areas and some mm -hmm. of the rides. And so there are paintings that are made like poster art that is designed. So it looks like, oh, here are like the trailers for the next movies is kind of what they're trying to portray. Anyway, I have yeah. a Pirates of the Caribbean one. And then I also got this like little cute little like uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride looking one. And it's really like stylized and, mm -hmm. uh, and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, I definitely have a sense of art style. I I tend to like the simplistic, chubby looking things. I guess I don't know. <laughs> There's, uh, I I don't know. There is kind of an art style. Like I like Adventure Times art style, like that yeah. kind of stuff where it's uh very like is it eye popping type of thing. I, the colors yeah. I think is what yeah. I think is what Cartoon draws nice. me. Car caricatures. Yeah. I got yeah. You. Okay. Um, shoot. I really like. I don't know. It's not really impressionistic. It's um I like when the art that at least when I was living at home, I don't have any of the art in my apartment broke. Um <laughs> but the art that likes I I definitely think I had an influence on like what my mom hung up in her house. Um <laughs> the art that I always am drawn to like i want to hang this up is stuff where it, it's a realistic image but it's it's either painted drawn it's a photograph in a way that implies that it's done in unconventional methods or quickly um but it still conveys an emotion for example like mm -hmm. she has this painting of a horse where it's just like splashes of color it literally looks like someone smacked the brush on the page a bunch of times um mm -hmm. but you can clearly see a horse and the color composition's like great the yeah it doesn't like convey any messages but it's just, it's pleasing you know and that it doesn't serve a purpose other than to be itself therefore in my opinion it's art. um so that's just the kind of stuff i like but i definitely like color and the interaction between color like like you said what about you ashton i mean you kind of said what you said but uh is there anything else that you want to add to it or i like twiddles uh, you do. <laughs> I don't know if you actually. Is Art. this a Squidward thing? Uh, <laughs> you want the Squidward Art poster? at its finest. <laughs> That's oh, modern art. <laughs> no, no, that um, literally is modern art. <laughs> I will say uh, one other thing. Uh, my all-time favorite um, game that I consider art um, that wasn't the most well-received of the franchise. I'm a big Zelda fan um, through and through. Um, but one of my favorite games, because uh, I consider art, is uh, Twilight Princess. The reason I say that. The reason I Interesting. Say that, hmm. Yes. Um, Gameplay-wise, meh. Because right, I thought nah. you were going to say, when you were talking about art, I thought you were going to say Wind Waker. No. Wind Waker is cool. Uh, oh it's a tune style. You know, it's, 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 it's uh, refreshing, very colorful. But the reason I like Twilight Princess more is because... Uh, they did a really good job capturing the mood that they wanted, which was you're in the shit and the whole world is like in disarray. Uh, it's a dark, dark time. So kind of like the same thing of why Joey likes the Dark Knight. Yeah. You know, they, okay. they did a really good job capturing that with the soundtrack. 
Oh my god. <laughs> with the, with the <laughs> the soundtrack, even the visuals, you know, it's a very um it's there's a lot of dark, you know, grays and blues. Um and you know, just it's a very sad time. It's a very sad game. Um and it just really encap they encapsulated that perfectly. Now it does not resonate with a lot of people because not a lot of people want to play that kind of game and feel that kind of way when they're playing a video game. But they definitely I feel they captured what they wanted to capture and they did a really good job of it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm laughing because Joey's still posting modern art posters uh. and there's literally a picture of a guy staring at a red circle in a white frame or just outside the white frame, a dude staring at three panels of portraits that are just white and a case that has a pineapple in it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm that sorry, is going to was... conclude... Ashton, your explanation of that was really beautiful. I'm sorry to, but, to just yeah. absolutely bastardize it. Yeah. But I did just the, find an even better one. The listener will totally be like, oh man, that's so good. And then now I'm looking at a baby in a sandwich. So it's like, <laughs> oh remember, God. ladies and gentlemen, links are in the description below if you guys want to check out all the pictures that Joey has put in this um, Before we leave, Joey, are there any plugs that you want to throw out there? Any social media shoot. you want people to follow on? Um, shoot. I, I don't I don't on, I don't where can they find you if, no, you, if I, they needed to have some work done? Um well you can you can find me at I don't even know my Instagram freaking handle though. <laughs> I think I, uh, I have you your can, personal one. I don't know if you made another one. I don't have a business one, it's just me. <laughs> okay. Uh, but I, yeah. I, I uh my personal design portfolio is joeygerasi3.com. J O E Y G E R A C three dot com, um, but I don't want to plug myself. I really just want to inspire people to, to think for themselves okay. and to question things and whatever it is. It could be anything. It could be what is the why am I walking through this door? What made me go through this? Was it signage? Was it the way the space was designed? Um, what is drawing me to this environment? This experience? Just think for yourselves. That's all I want to inspire people to do. Okay. Mm. So you don't want me to say that your Instagram is Joey underscore Jurassic three. I mean, <laughs> go ahead. I won't stop you, but, <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Well, wow. I'll, I'll leave that in the, uh, the description, uh, just in case if you want people to go and check out some of the stuff you're doing. Um, but yeah, there you go. There's some inspiring words from uh, an old friend of mine. But ladies and gentlemen, that is going to be it for... Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's another picture. That is a dude digging in a pile of what seems to be Legos or jelly beans. Yep. Yep. I don't know what this is. <laughs> Maybe Modern that's art. the art itself is to think what he is. Modern art. At its <laughs> Just throw ladies some Legos in a corner. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. If you listen to the podcast, you are listening currently on iTunes. Just search Primal Target. Or you can go over to Podbean and search uh, if you are an Android listener. And you can go and uh, subscribe to us over there. Just search Primal Target. We're on YouTube. Uh, search it. You'll see our logo. It is it looks like a Target logo. Uh, not the Target, like the store, but Target as in a bullseye. <laughs> that is where you can find all of uh, our YouTube videos. You can find the video version of this as well as many other things and a lot th more things to come because uh, we're almost, uh, you know, we're, we're getting through this season of, uh, of PT 3600. And when it comes to a close, there will be more stuff to come. Uh, thank mm. you, Joey, for being on here. It's uh, taking the time out of your day to be on here. My pleasure. Um, and as publicly, I want to say thanks once again for designing our logo. And hopefully it's slapped across the world eventually in the future. Um, uh, but, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll have to bring you on so we can get you on like a PT plays or something like that. Eventually. Dude, I yeah. would love that, especially if it's Rocket League. All right. Oh, there yeah, you no, go. I will play any game you want poorly. <laughs> hey, I Rocket play League, Rocket I'm pretty League poorly, freaking good. So. <laughs> um, all right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, is there any any plugs that you want to plug there, Ashton? Um, uh, mixer, mixer.com/slash primal target, and you can also follow me on Twitter at Ashton underscore And yeah, we got Instagram too, guys. So all the links are down in the description. So make sure I'm following. Why aren't you guys? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
And not just to be an artist. They had me on a, a podcast to plug me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was, was already following before <laughs> <Yeah>. this. <laughs> if you want to be just follow Primal Target on all social media and all of our platforms, and you can be an artist too. Yes. Good night, everybody. Is that a lobster with a phone? Yep. <laughs> the it title is stupid, Joey. stupid, expensive modern art. <laughs> <laughs> oh Looks like a bath toy. Yep, pretty much. Oh, yeah.